Jesu Kolungolo Pesuka Kawonke, Dalwezo Nunchaba, Naksifa, Kolungolo Tandegayo, Sondelebo Koninbako, Sisi Toba, Kolungolo Tandegayo, Sita Gekonjengawe, Ageko Fanelo Dunis, Ageko Fanelo Bachas, Wanga Pandewako, Kolungolo Tandegayo, Sbonga Musa, Sbonga Tando, Opindil and Kolungolo Tandegayo, Sipalona, Lolo Sulana Mosha always pinned and Gulungulu to Tandeo season in Niaco, Siazo and Gulungulu to Tandeo season Zelanga Tina, Kepamoen and Gulungulu to Tandeo, where was seven times in Bilozi to Gulungulu to Tandeo and Lindam Bama, Sipin and Gulungulu to Tandeo season when Oklumisan is in Bilozi to Siazo and Kulumagak and Gulungulu to Tandeo, Dalumeshu, his children is a twin Akongulu to Tandeo. Sashia, I'm civil the Visienza. Sashia Gongan Gulu to Tandiga, the Suenza. Gulu to Tandiga, Saketu to see the Langinia. Gulu to Tandiga, Sisila, Pang Gulu to Tandiga, Sia Kuleroba, Gulu to Tandiga, Shanze is in Lizoze to Oshanze is in Mondoze to Gulu to Tandiga, Uti is the lap of Gulu to Tandiga, Zulkuluma, the Tolain Dao is in Bulenese to Lupin and Gulu to Tandiga. Teller is the tell is the finality again. Gulungo to Tandegayo, Siasnigazelang, Kulungulo <laughs> Singapore in Gulungulu to Tandegayo, Omon to Kepan Gulungulu to Tandegas, Bona and Oklumisan and Zimbilosi to Singala on Gay Gulungulu to Tandegayo, Sibong sick to Miss Olivia Manipose to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We are going to praise the Lord with just two or three songs, then we'll go to the word. Amen. If you can just give me full tone up, my brother.
Lord we greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's just a privilege to be in the house of the Lord. As we turn to the book of Philippians, chapter 4, and then we'll read from verse 8. Verse 8. And then uh, until verse 9. So Peter verse 9. It written this manner I found. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report, if they be any virtue, if they be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and had and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you. As we pray. Amen. Most gracious Heavenly Father, this evening we just read a portion of the scripture having an expectation that you'll come and inspire whatever is going to be spoken here, dear God. Amen. And Lord, this is your word. It was written by thee. And Lord, you had a purpose when it was written. And as we have come here, we've got a purpose as well. And our expectation is that when we move from this place, whatever the spirit that inspired the verse to be written, should bring an inspired understanding in our lives so that it shouldn't just be a scripture in the Bible, but it should be something from which we can draw strength and draw understanding, dear God. And Lord, as the believers are here this evening, we want to commit them to you. We say, bless them, Heavenly Father. If they've got requests, grant them, dear God. If they've got anything that they may need from your presence, you know about it, dear God. The scripture says you are the God of the hearts, and I believe you'll search the hearts and grant whatever the hearts need, O God. As we commit this service to you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. As we take our seats. Amen. Just for a few minutes, we just want to speak about right thinking, right living. Amen. Right thinking, right living. And I think the title by its own, it simply tells you that the answer to the right living is in the right thinking. 
And the contrast will apply if it is a wrong thinking, it will be wrong living. So it's it boils down to what kind of thinking one has. Amen. Now, the prophet of God teaches us that there was a, a battle in heaven. A very uh, vicious battle between Michael and Lucifer. And then uh, as that battle uh, uh, erupted in heaven, uh, and then he says that battle was ultimately thrown down on earth. And I will quote him in the message, the greatest battle ever fought. I'll read from paragraph 62. He says this great first battle that was ever fought it began in heaven when Michael and his angels fought against Lucifer and his angels. It started the first battle was in heaven. And the prophet now says sin did not originate on earth, it originated in heaven. Uh, it was just later manifested upon the face of the earth. And he says then it was thrown down from heaven, cast out of heaven, uh, down to the earth. Then it fell on human beings. Then the battle from angels became human battles. So that means today we are fighting an angelic battle that has become a human battle. And sometimes the victory, your victory lies on whether you had angelic status before you had you mean status. Uh, did you hear me? You must have had angelic status before you had human status. Amen. And when I'm saying an angel, I'm not referring to an, uh, 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 a structure with some wings. I'm referring to your theophany. Amen. So you must have that divine status. So he says, and Satan came to destroy God's creation. And that is still his goal this evening. He wants to destroy God's creation. What God had created to be for himself, he had Satan come to destroy it. That's what his purpose was. It was to destroy. Then the battle began here on earth and began in us. 
from angelic level into us. So, so that means the, that battle that, that was once fought in heaven that the prophet calls it the greatest battle ever fought. It has just dropped into you. Now it is being fought in you. So the, you have become a battleground. You are a battleground. As we are speaking this evening. Amen. Let's continue here. Now he says, and now before any battle can be put in array, the first ha- have to choose. Uh, the first have to choose a meeting ground. A place where the battle is to be fought. It has to be selected. There has to be a place selected and it has to be a mutual ground. It must be a no man's land. So that means there is a, a level within you that is mutual that has been chosen from which the battle can rage. And we'll hear out what that battlefield is. When this great battle started on earth, there had to be a mutual meeting place. There had to be a place selected for the battle to begin. For the battle to rage. That battlegrounds began in the human mind. This evening, your mind is a battleground. God wants to have a right thinking, and the devil wants to have a wrong thinking. And how how you know that the best way to judge the state of your mind, you look at to the state of your life. If it is a wrongful life, it shows that it's a wrongful thinking and the devil is behind it. If your life is right, then it means it is a rightful thinking and God is behind it. So that means that the, the mind is a precious zone. It must be protected and to make sure that whatever gets into that realm, it must be purified. Actually, every man must have a thinking man's filter. There must be a filter that filters your thoughts. Because if anything goes, then that means your mind will be corrupted. And even the engine must have a filter. The engine must have a filter. Unless the engine has got a filter, that means, uh, I'm told, they tell me that three things will happen. Uh, if, if the engine, the filter is 
is corrupt, it's dirty. Amen. One of the things that will it will hurt the engine performance. Uh, do you believe that? Uh, those that are mechanics would know. They say it has to consume too much gas to make up for insufficient air. Guess me referring to petrol. So that means it will consume too much uh, petrol. Because the filter is dirty. And the dust can get into the engine, which was going to be a very uh, uh, Big problem. So that means the, the clean filter ensures the, the the good performance of an engine. So that means uh, as well our minds must have filters. If it, they don't have filters, whatever goes into that means even dust can come into and dust in a, in a form of dirty thoughts in a form of wrongful thoughts but the best way to filter your mind is through the word of God you need to continue to commit yourself to the word and live according to the word and I think the best way to, to, to make sure that your mind is well preserved never lose the essence of who you are as a being and when I say you never lose the essence of who you are as a being you need to remember your original status let us make men in our own image after our own likeness. You need, you need always to be in touch with your original self. Because the prophet says the devil wants to destroy God's purpose in our lives. Not only the purpose of our life, but everything that God created. And this evening, God, the devil wants to capture you as his instrument. He wants to use you. But the, the only way that he can capture you, he must capture how you think. If he captures how you think, he will influence your behavior. A lot of times, the reason people get defeated is because of the way they think. People perish because of the darkness that is in their minds. But what will bring light into your mind, it is the word of God. Where you see yourself through the lenses of the scriptures. And how will the devil influence you? 
He wants to drop a lie into your mind. Because the Bible is, is the father of lies. That's what the scripture says. He says he, when he spoke to the Pharisees, he says you are of your father the devil. The last of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. So if he is a specialist of lies, he will try to plant lies into your mind. But the best way to reverse a lie is to activate the truth. You need to concentrate on the contradiction of a lie. Because when he confronted Jesus and he spoke, and actually the only thing that you can believe from the devil is only greetings. After that, everything is a lie. And from there, you need to say, whenever, whatever you say, you need to say, it is written. So that means you need to be jacked up in the way. You need to orientate yourself with the truth. Uh, because if you can plant a lie into your mind and you believe that lie, then your life will become a lie. Have you realized that people are living a lie today? the vanities of the devil. If you ask the people, what will make you happy? Somebody will say, if I've got a, have a, a fat bank balance, I can tell you about somebody who's got a fat bank balance, but maybe they are miserable. So things that we think can generate happiness are not generating happiness for other people. But the true happiness is when you know your identity through the word of God. So that means you need to come back to the word and know yourself according to the word. And stop believing the father of lies. And hallelujah. And you can never have the right faith unless you are thinking is right. You know, I was amazed when Brother Brenham was speaking, I think it's the message, the indictment. He was speaking about Sister Edith, who was the sister to Sister Haiti. And then Sister Edith was sick around that time. Brother Brenham comes before the church. He says, go and visit the right family and try to cheer Edith up. Now, don't tell her she looks bad because it was bad. She was in a bad state. Don't tell her she looks bad. Tell her she looks good and she's going to be fine. Was the prophet encouraging the church to tell the lie? 
No, the prophet wanted to make sure that whoever goes there does not plant anything negative in her thinking. So can you see the prophet knows that even the source of our healing is dependent on the state of our mind. You can't go higher than your mind. Your life is according to the way it is because of the state of your mind. And the choice is with you. Don't blame anybody else. You can look in the scriptures and define and say, this is how I will be like. Even the miserable days that we have, sometimes we plan them ahead. I mean, some of us we plan that Monday morning is going to be bad. It becomes bad. There's no difference between Friday and Monday. It's a state of mind. So that means the happiness, what everything that you need is within you. You need to change how you think. Then you change how you live. And the results will change. But the people today have got wrong thinking. But because why? A mind has got feeders. And what feeds your mind will shape your mind. What magazines are you reading? What newspapers are you reading? What, what programs are you listening to on radio? What conversation do you engage in? Because all those things, they are the feeders into your mind. Conversations are right. If the programs are right, then your mind becomes in a good state. Today, all of us, some of us, especially South Africa, we are depressed. I'm not an exception. We've got a president that doesn't want to pay money. Whenever you go into newspapers, there's politics, this and that, this and that. And whenever I listen to the radio, I realize that all of a sudden your mood changes and conforms to what is being spoken on radio. So that, that means even the devil has gone into the media they say bad news sells faster and as a result they are printing bad news why don't you stop reading bad news and start reading good news what are the good news I'm forgiven and I'm justified what are the good news I've got a seat reserved at the way what is good news I'm God's masterpiece what are the good news I'm an amateur God what are the good news I've got the creative power and my thinking can become a creative power 
Whatever I think it can become a reality. As long as the devil does not interrupt it with negative thoughts. And some of us we've got wrong thinking because of the company that we keep. But let me tell you something. If you can protect certain area of your life must be sacred. Before, before anything can touch your mind, it must be approved by you. So you need to be conscious on daily basis. What is it that is coming into my mind? And if something you know that this, whenever I do this, it generates bad thoughts and it generates a bad behavior, cut it off. Cut the oxygen thereof. Are we together? Amen. Amen. Let's continue here. Now the prophet says that is in the message the position of a believer in Christ. The position of the believer in Christ. Faith does the job right now. Hope hopes for it. There's difference between having faith and having hope. So sometimes you need to migrate from being hopeful to becoming having faith. Because the prophet says the faith does the job now. Hope, hopes for it. But faith is the product. Faith really does it. We have lots of hope. But not much of faith. So we want to change from hope today to positive faith. And when, whenever you are just hopeful, hope by its nature has got turbulences. There are times where you are too much hopeful and there are some times where your hope diminishes depending on what you are going through. But the prophet says, let's move from hope to positive faith. And there is only one way we can get positive faith. I want to emphasize this way. There is only one way we can get positive faith. That's by positive thinking of positive things. Do you hear that? You can't have faith unless you are thinking is right. Let us fix our thinking. Let Let us consider our minds to be a sacred place. Because whatever is planted on our minds will come and will bring the results. So we need to guard our minds. The devil is interested in our minds. He wants to plant his lies. You, you have done this and that. You have like this and like that. Where you come from is like this or like that. You, you just need to break those lies and reverse those lies by the truth of the way. And you can't have positive thinking 
unless you know who you are. Because thinking has got to do with the identity. If the son of a king doesn't know that he's the son of a king, he won't think like one. If a message believer doesn't know that he's a message believer, he won't think like a message believer. If an amateur God doesn't know that he's an amateur God, he won't think like an amateur God. So you need to know who you are. Not what the people tell who you are, but how it is revealed to you. Because you are a divine entity and your identity is divine. And the, when you come to the service, the reason we tell you about God, we want to tell you about the source from which you come from. We want to present God to you and you look at God and look at his characteristics and know that he is your source and begin to cultivate those characteristics in your life. I, hope whether, I wonder whether you have heard me. All we say, we want you to be like God. And if God is a creator, be a creator. If God is a believer, be a believer. God is not miserable. God does not have a bad day. A believer must not have a bad day. You need to know where you come from. And when you begin to have those ups and downs, that means the enemy has captured you. Because our nature, we must move from glory to glory. From perfection to perfection. And the perfection, it depends how you define it. You can have mistakes, but still look at them through the blood of Jesus and see perfection. What do you see when you look at yourself? Do you just see a miserable creature that was born to suffer here that struggles from day to day? No, you're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. You've got the creative power. You're not a victim of circumstances. Perfect faith masters all circumstances. What brings perfect faith? Perfect thinking. What do you think about yourself? What can you write about yourself? Amen. Amen. Have you ever written a letter to yourself? What can you write if you were to write a letter to yourself? If people are honest, if they were to write to themselves, me, I'm a child of Spanish. We are being tortured. Hallelujah. That's what people will write. What would you write this evening if you were to write a letter to yourself? I'm allowing you to think. Amen. Amen. Have you seen that you? People think that they are living whenever they complain. 
not right, that's not right. This one has not treated me very well. You drag your life through life. Amen. And it, wrong thinking makes you to have a blame game. I could be like this, but it's because of so and so. That's why I'm like this. Amen. Have you ever seen that it's like that? But why don't we tonight? And just and let me tell you a right living that is inspired by the right thinking that is inspired by the right way it makes you walk around in life and realize that you are a planter you are a sower when you wake up all you've got to ask yourself what difference am I going to make today not just for the employer but for in somebody's life how many people have, have you ever done somebody something to somebody unexpected, unexpectedly and you saw them being excited and, you, and that excitement was contagious to you how many has it ever happened to you you can't do it if you are selfish. Amen. Amen. You try it. Sometimes when you drive into a toll gate, and you drive into the boom gate, just say, I, the car behind me, tell him I have paid for him and drive through and see the reaction of that person and check how it is contagious to you not because you are rich but because you are thinking right you've got the right living the problem most of us we are selfish and we think doing the right things one must be rich no hallelujah the prophet he's telling he's telling us that he would go to a restaurant and tip a person Amen. Why would the prophet mention those things the more he did he built he in one message when they were following up on text, text on him took money when and built a house for a widow the more he gave and the more he made difference the happier he became how do you know that one is going to be miserable when they only think about themselves when it's all about I, 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 I until they develop I, I disease but Christianity is to live for others. 
rest to go to It's to make a difference. To be a light wherever you go. And we message believers, we've got the resources. This message can make us to be what the world has never thought that people could be like. Wherever we go, we must be different. Amen. Hey, even Other believers, even when they park the car, and a guy comes and says, "Hey, we've been watching your car, ma'am." Amen. Amen. Mobilizer. My car has a mobilizer. That's not how a Christian does things. against a Christian, when they walk away from people, people would wish to say, I want to be like that person. And they can't put their finger on it, but there is just something about you that they want to have. It is the God in your life. And that is what we are here to exhibit. The bride is God's exhibition. That's where people need to come and look and say, that is how God is like. But the thinking is not right. And the conversations are not right. And lives are miserable. Amen. And you must remember, when I said the word is the filter, Unless you subject yourself to the weight, don't expect the blessings of the weight. Only those that are subject to the weight can have an expectation. But today, people would want to be very shallow when it comes to the commitment to the weight, but have these high expectations. And when you judge God based on what is happening in their life, you can say God is not effective. But check, check what they are planting. Check what they are thinking. And that will tell you how the life is like. You can never change your life. You can write pages back to back until what is between your shoulders change. How you see things. That's why Paul says whatever things that are pure, whatever things that are just, whatever things that are lovely think on these things and then my question would be what are you thinking whatever you are thinking that's what you become and if you don't like what you are becoming change how you are thinking and maybe sometimes you don't just commit and say I want to change you need to change your environment 
There must be some structural changes sometimes. Because it doesn't matter how great you would want to be. I'm just giving an example in your marriage. If you just walk around with single people, you will never be great. It needs a structural change where you walk with married people. You cannot say, I want to be a message believer, I'm committed to the word, and walk with unbelievers. It starts with structural changes. Sometimes change is painful, but the results of change sometimes are great. Are we together? Amen. Let's just continue for a few minutes. Now, the prophet continues here. He says, when this great battle started here on earth, there had to be a mutual place. There had to be a place selected for the battle to begin. And the human mind was chosen as a place. He says, because the decisions are made from the mind, and sometimes your decisions reflect your state of mind. If you keep on making bad decisions, that means you are not thinking right. And if you make bad decisions, you lose confidence in yourself. And if you lose confidence in yourself, you lose confidence in your original mandate. Because you can't believe in God until you believe in yourself as well. Maybe somebody doesn't understand this one. When they doubted Christ, he says, if you don't believe in me, believe my works. If you don't believe in God, then believe in his works. And the first work that he has ever done, and said it was good and he rested. It was a human being. So you need to believe in yourself and say, this is how God created me. This is the potential, this is the instincts. I've got within it, within me to be how God wanted me to be like. God cannot be holy unless there is holiness in you. God cannot be, say, be truthful unless there is truth in you. Whatever God expects, it is already in you. But what stops you is your thinking. And people celebrate and belittle themselves, they think it's virtue. What can what am I? Sometimes you need to know who you are. Have you seen when this prophet knew who he was, how he brought the devil under subjection? When that mini came to challenge him, and people were scattering around, he stood on the podium with confidence 
because he knew that he was commissioned. He knew that the original commission is if you can get the people to believe in yourself, you can't get people to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. But when that man came, he walked into somebody that believed in himself and says, Satan, you challenge the servant of God. But tonight you will bow before me. And the devil bowed before him. We need such believers. Not when the devil starts doing something, then you start shivering. No, we need you to stand firm and say, I know who I am. Devil, you are coming under my subjection. You can't do that unless you know yourself. And how do you know yourself? The wind. Today, what God intended for people to be is not what they are. But it's because of the state of mind. Thoughts that are flooding their minds. People are thinking in their own negative thoughts. Amen. That were planted by the devil. Why don't you start purifying that area? And say and begin to have the right confession. As the prophet said, never have a negative confession. Just change and start confessing positively. Don't confess what reflects your current state. Make your confession to make you migrate from your current state. But it's be, be it's because of the state of mind. Amen. And the state and the day, and the cousin of negative thinking is perception. What perception do you have? Because there is a fine line between perception and reality. And if you want to check if your perception is right, when you get into situations, do you see the do you make them worse than they are? Are you able to see crisis even where it doesn't exist? Because it's, it's a state of mind. You can be in a crisis but be peaceful. But, and you can be in peace and see crisis. It's all about how you look. And how you look is how you think. And ultimately, what you think is what you'll become. Job says, All the things that I feared have now fallen me. So that means, according to the Bible, all the things that happened, they originated as well from his fears. 
Let me tell you something. I don't mind if the fear is in the same car with me, but it must not drive me. And what, are you, what is driving? Is it faith or is it fear? Amen. Amen. And fear will make you plan for things that will never happen. Get medication for diseases that will never happen. Amen. And have problems that will never happen. Fear is the devil's instrument. As somebody say, it makes false evidence appear real. Amen. So don't have fear. Have faith. Don't be driven by fear. Be driven by faith. Amen. And for you, sometimes, let me tell you something. As time goes by, because the devil has hijacked, the media has hijacked everything. If you really consume what the media is saying, the media will take you on a mellow ground on a daily basis. You'll think that things are worse. Well, you think this happened, that is happening. Here, I want you to be in I want to ask you a question. How many of you, before you slept, one night, and you read something positive? Did it influence your next day? How many of you, when you slept, and you thought negatively, and you struggled to wake up, what is it that is next to on your bed that you are reading? And especially before you sleep, that's where the thoughts come. And a lot of times, because they say the bed is the place where you remember what you should have done. This we should have done is not done. And as a result, we, you, before you sleep, you're going to a state of panic. Does it happen to you? Amen. But if you can choose and say, the phone is off. The radio is off. And begin to meditate on these good things about the weight. You'll see your confidence going higher. And you'll have a peaceful night. And tomorrow, you won't wake up tired. So, how you approach even tomorrow, it's a state of mind. You know what is happening? Today, because things are happening, and I'm a victim, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm preaching to myself as well. 
Today, because everyone has got a smartphone, uh, before you sleep, maybe you check what, what are they saying on Facebook? What are they saying on Twitter? What are, what, what are the news saying? What are the emails saying? What are the messages on WhatsApp? All those things, it's not just you reading. Everything, it's a flood of emotions. Does it, does, does it happen, brethren? Where the day was good, but just a few minutes before you slept, because of what you are reading, it becomes bad. I don't say those things are bad. But it depends what you consume from them. Are we together? Because today, positive people can reach you faster as much as negative people can reach you faster. You can receive a message before you sleep that can ruin your day even though you had a great day. You can read something on your Facebook or what that can ruin your day. What you are reading and what you are consuming, what effect does it have on you as a person? If it's negative, shut it out. Amen. Have you picked up this in closing? Have you picked up that the places where people consider to be the, the holiday destinations? When you get into those areas, there's no network. Amen. Especially companies, when they take people out for a breakaway session, they take them into the bushes. All of a sudden, and then when you are there all of a sudden you are in the wilderness no access to internet 3G is not working cell phone is not working the only way that people can reach you is landline and have you realized that companies believe because you are where you are unreachable then you begin to be creative. Can you see that even the commercial world they know that these things they are distorting our thinking. If companies if they believe that for you to make employees to be creative take them back into nature that means they know something there I believe that's exactly what the message does before Brother Bram can speak things into squirrels he was taken into the wilderness back to nature where all the noises shut down the reason we are negative there's too much noise going on. 
Are we together? Has it ever happened to you? These things were are it's good. I mean, we've, we've, we've got nice gadgets. They are wonderful. <laughs> but they can make our lives miserable. Unless if they manage us, if we don't manage them, it can become terrible. When was the last time in closing? Where you just went into the God's presence and just relaxed. And not thought about not thought about your worries. But just went just to thank him. And remember the good things that he has done for you. We don't have those moments anymore. Because we are very busy. Even when we are supposed to be relaxing, the minds are waking. And the David has got access to us 24-7. When you are sleeping, tweet, tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. And you want to know who, who's that? Especially Blackberry minds a red light. <laughs> I'm not speaking as an angel. God must deliver me as well. I've got those gadgets. But I've realized sometimes they steal my joy. Amen. They bring more of Zuma and less of the weight sometimes. And I end up being depressed. Amen. Amen. But let's have a moment where we shut these things down. And listen to that still small voice. Then our thinking will be right. Then our believing will be right. And then we will be what God expected us to be. We will not just be average believers. No, we will be noticeable by the David. Because the devil has reduced us to average. Because why? He is feeding us. Sometimes we need to cut the oxygen. Are we together? Check what you consume. It It forms your state of mind. It forms how you live. And the battle is raging from your mind. You overcome or you get defeated in your mind. If life is a state of mind game, if you can master your mind, you'll master your life. You can't master your mind unless you subject it to the weight. Let's just stand to our feet. Maybe let's just say amazing grace. Amen.
Thanks for making it to Wednesday service. Some people they really sit in the and say, They're afraid of the church. Afraid? Yeah. Amen. I was with Brother Clement. I saw two brothers. I say, Those you see them. They won't come to church. Was I lying? Amen. God bless you. Amazing Amen, brother. The body is held up at work. Let's just sing this song. I will be a living sanctuary. 
How many have got that desire? Century is pure. Has pure thoughts. Holy thoughts. Let us be a living century. As the brother will come and close the service with a word of prayer. Lord, prepare me to be a sacrifice, O oh God, that you may help us, Father, achieve that right thought, O oh Father, mm, that yeah. we may be able to attain a right living, O oh God. Father, we know we normally come to church, O oh Father, but we are not here just because it's a Wednesday. No, sir. But Father, we have come to compare our lives with your word, O oh Lord. Yeah. And if you've been speaking, Father, through these mortal lips, O oh Lord, we have been 
able to identify areas in our own lives, oh God, whereby we need to amend, oh Father. And Lord, we are making this a turning point, oh Lord. Even as David said, as I thought on my ways, oh my God and my Lord. We have been thinking, oh Lord, as the word has been going forth, oh Lord. And Father, may you help our unbelief. May you help to make us better Christians, oh Father. May you help us to live, oh Father God, for others, oh Lord. May you help us, oh Lord, to to live a dedicated life, oh Father. The kind of life that those disciples lived, oh Father, in Antioch when the seers saw saw them and they called them Christians. Father, they saw a Christ-like life in them. Mm. May the world, oh Father, today, at work, at school, wherever we are, may they be able to see Christ in us, oh God. That peradventure, they may be persuaded, oh Father, to become like you through the life that we live, oh Lord. Maybe we are the only Bibles that they will ever le- read, oh God. Yes. Maybe we are the only spoken words that they be able to read, oh Father. Oh my God and my Lord. Yes. I pray tonight, oh Lord, as I remember the prophet, oh God, in the junction of time, oh Lord. Father, we are here. We are at this junction, oh Lord Jesus, where we must make a turning point, oh Lord. Yes. My God and my Lord, may your word be glorified. May your name, oh Father God, be glorified, oh Lord. We thank you for the pastor, oh Lord, for that spirit, oh Lord Jesus, Father. We thank you, oh Lord Jesus, for the light, oh God. Father, we know, oh Lord, without us, oh Lord Jesus, this world will fall down, oh God. But you have given us this light, oh Father, that we may be able to uplift, oh Father, that we may be able to encourage, oh Father, others, oh God, that they may be able to know that there is a God in heaven. Oh my Lord and my God, we thank you, oh Father, for what we are, oh Lord, for where we have come from, oh Lord. We know we are no longer the same, Father, but we are yearning, oh Lord. Our spirits are groaning. We want to be like you, oh Father. Help us, oh God. Shape us, oh Father, through the preaching of the word, oh Lord, through the singing, through the presence of your spirit, oh God. May you make mold us, oh Father, until we are such vessels of honor in your mighty hands, oh Lord. We thank you. We glorify you. Be with us, oh Father. We shall be parting ways, going back to our various homes, oh Lord. We want to meditate upon this word, oh Father. We have heard of various things that take our time, oh God. But your word encourages us to redeem the time for the days are evil, oh God. Help us, oh Lord Jesus, Father. Surrender and submit ourselves. Think about these things, oh Father. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and honor. In the mighty name of blessed Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Just give us two jubilant songs, then after we are done. Yes, there's a Makora Sama Bede,
and done till we see you on Sunday. May God richly bless you. Amen. Amen.